Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is Linda Thompson, your host for The Author Show. When a father tragically dies in an accident, the rest of the family relocates back to the father's small hometown. Little do they know the secrets that will be revealed. That's the premise of I'll Always Be With You by guest author Violetta Armour. Violetta joins us today to tell us about her novel. Violetta, welcome to The Author Show. Thank you, Linda. I'm so happy to be here. I love talking about this book. Violetta, please give us a quick overview of I'll Always Be With You. Well, you said it very well in your introduction. It is about three generations of a family, ranging in age 16 up to 78. And it's about how they heal after this tragedy. And it's about love and forgiveness and wanting to live again when there has been a loss. And it sounds very sad, but there's a lot of humor in it, and I've been told very inspirational. Was there any specific incident that served as the inspiration for your storyline? No, Linda, there wasn't. I started writing it the first time as a young adult novel, so I really had only one main character, the 16-year-old boy named Teddy. I wasn't able to acquire an agent the first time I wrote it many years ago, 1999, and so I put it away, but Teddy kept talking to me, saying, I have a story to tell. So I pulled him out of the drawer, and I added two more voices, his mother's and the dead father's girlfriend. Now I have three main characters, and it wasn't really young adult. It was mainstream fiction, which I thought would open it to a broader audience. And it was really a lot of fun to add these other characters' points of view. It's told in three voices. You hear each voice as we're moving chronologically through the story. We see each incident from all three viewpoints. While you were writing your book, were you thinking of any particular type of reader? Originally, young adults. But no, I think after that, I was thinking of women primarily because I belong to a book club. I used to own a bookstore, and we formed a book club 25 years ago that is still meeting. I love book clubs. I love how ladies meet, and they talk about the book, but they share so much of their lives. So I was thinking of this type of woman that loves to read a book and loves to discuss it with her friends. Is it a book that you think men will enjoy as well? It's funny you should ask that because I thought it was just for women, but in my first book signing event, we happened to be in a community where there were a lot of men and women. Some of the men bought the book for their wives, and I would see them a week later at the tennis court or the golf course, and they'd say, oh, I started reading this because my wife was reading something else, and I couldn't put it down. It's a great story. (laughs) But because it has universal appeal, I believe, because there's men in the book. It's a lot about the dead father, his life before he died. So I think it's something men can relate to also. How would you describe your writing style? I would describe it as seat of the pants. They have two types of writing styles. One is plotters who know exactly what's going to happen before they even start the story from start to finish. They have an outline. They're pretty sure of beginning, middle, and end. I'm a seat of the pants where I had an idea, but I sat down and I started to develop it and let the characters talk and let the characters do things that led the plot along. 
Are your characters straight from your imagination, or do they take on traits of people you know? I think a combination of both, Linda. The young man is a pure figment of my imagination, although I did have a son. This character is a figment of my imagination. The one character that might be based on a real person is his grandmother. In the story, she's called Baba, and I have a Bulgarian heritage, which the story is really about, and Baba is based on the many Bulgarian grandmothers I grew up with, the recipes, and there are recipes in the book, by the way, and the traditions. And I should add, too, that although this is a story about a family healing, it's really three love stories. It's the love story between a son and his father, between a man and a woman, and it's about this first-generation American family coming to America and how much they love this country. And I think that came out. And I had no idea I was going to incorporate that when I started. So that's kind of what I mean by seat of the pants. It just evolved. (laughs) Sometimes those are the best types of stories. So tell me, will Teddy, Mary, or Rosetta return to us in a sequel or a series? I hope so. A lot of people are asking me to write a sequel, which I had no intention of doing originally, I did leave some things open at the end, some loose ends, only because I want to wrap it all up in a pretty bow because I don't think life is often like that. So I left some things open, and now people want to know how are those things going to be resolved. So I am thinking about it. Every time I have a thought about it, I run my computer and I put it in a Word doc. So when I am ready, those ideas will not be lost. But I'm kind of letting it brew, if you know what I mean, letting it build in my mind and my heart. So are you writing something else now? Actually, yes. I'm just finishing a book. It's a cozy mystery called Mahjong Murder. And it's about a lady who gets murdered. There are four ladies who play Mahjong, and one of them is murdered, and the other one is an amateur sleuth, and she thinks she can solve the crime. But, of course, she gets in the way of the detective, who she falls in love with. It's a lot of fun. It's a totally different kind of story. What would you say is the primary message in I'll Always Be With You that you would like your readers to remember? I think the main message is that life goes on even after we have a loss. And we have a choice as to how we're going to live that life in spite of a big loss. We can live it with joy and keep that person alive in our memory, or we can go into despair, which is not honoring that person's memory. So I think it's about hope and the will to live. Is there any special significance in the graphic on your book cover? Well, yes, there is. Ellis Island, because the first generation of Teddy's family came to America through Ellis Island, as my parents did. I wanted that symbol to be there. And then the father and the son, the son at one point is saying, I'll always be with you, Teddy. And there's an incident on Ellis Island when the first father came through, Teddy's great-grandfather. And he had to use those words also because... He was detained and could not come into America. He had tuberculosis, so he was sent back to Europe. But he told his son, I'll always be with you. That's such a heartwarming story right there. So if you could compare I'll Always Be With You with any other, what would that other book be? Oh, my. (laughs) Hesitate because there are so many good books, and I feel too humble to put myself in the same category. I guess my favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird, where 
people are talking about good versus evil. And in a way, this book is told from a very young person's point of view, as To Kill a Mockingbird was, because I think young people see things differently than adults do. So I would never put myself in that category, but that's the category I would like to be in. Do you have friends or family who pre-read your manuscripts prior to your sending them off for publication? Yes, I do, and that is so important. Right now I have three what I call beta readers reading Mahjong Murders because it's so important to get a fresh pair of eyes. When you write a novel and spend a year or two writing it, you lose your perspective. A fresh pair of eyes will say, this doesn't make sense, or this is sluggish, or wow, that's a great scene. And in fact, in I'll Always Be With You, one lady said, I think this situation deserves more attention. And so I developed another scene about it, and it turned out to be my favorite scene in the book, which I wouldn't have even written, but it was that other perspective. And I try to pick people who are well-read and who are honest. They aren't just going to say, oh, it's great, it's nice, but they're going to be honest and say, this part is really not good at all. Very important. What makes I'll Always Be With You stand out in the crowd? I think because it inspires people. Teddy finds a book in the attic called The Book of Life. It's a Bulgarian book that his father has translated. It has just wisdom, old world wisdom, kind of like a Dale Carnegie, Bulgarian Dale Carnegie. And he starts reading these quotes. And these quotes serve as an inspiration to him to make new friends at school, to start being involved in life instead of being on the sidelines as a new student. So these quotes, which I've gathered from different places, there is no real book of life, a lot of people I found were highlighting the quotes in the book. So I finally made bookmarks with just the quotes in them. And I think that makes it sort of unique. It's not a self-help book, but it has helped Teddy deal with grief. And I've had junior high teachers say they will keep it on their bookshelf and give it to students who experience grief in their life. I had an eighth grader write me the best fan mail. She said, you got the love story right. The story takes place in the 90s, but it does have a section in the middle that goes back to the 60s where Stan was in high school, his high school sweetheart, and their love story is in the late 60s. She said, most people just don't get teen romance right, but you were spot on. And to me, that was the greatest compliment coming from a 14-year-old girl. Yeah, that's pretty adult for a 14-year-old. So tell me, where can we learn more about you, about your other books, and most of all, where can we purchase I'll Always Be With You? Well, I have a website at violettaarmor.com, and at that website, there's a link to my blog, which has a lot of my history. I started the blog long before I finished the book about my heritage, which comes into the book, and the book can be purchased at any retail bookstore. It can be purchased online in all formats, ebook, paperback, hardcover, and it is also a book that you can get from Audible. There is an audio recording for if you prefer to read books that way. Violetta, it's been a real delight talking with you today. I know I'm eager to start reading I'll Always Be With You, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are as well. When you finish your next book and publish it, will you come back and talk with us again? Thank you, Linda. I would love to, and I'd love to hear from you after you finish. I'll always be with you. Here's a review I found that just about says it all. 
I couldn't put this book down once I picked it up. A well-written story that really touches on the best and worst of the human experience with insightful cultural and historical context. It's a heartwarming read and one that I've enjoyed giving to others as it is a book that most anyone will connect with. I am looking forward to her next book, and I'm looking forward to reading this one. Thank you for listening today. Please visit theauthorshow.com to listen to other featured authors. These interviews are available to book buyers worldwide on demand every day, 24-7. And for those of you who like audiobooks, please check out our audio bookstore at theaudiobookmarket.com. If you have written a book and would like to be a guest on the show, visit theauthorshow.com, complete the interview request form, and we will contact you shortly thereafter. The Author Show is a great way to market your book by getting in front of your target audience with a high-quality interview that will make a real impact. Please visit us again as we continue to bring you great books and interesting authors on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.